What up, what up, everybody? Welcome back to The Moran Show. I'm your host, Moses Moran. This is a podcast of, yeah, like a variety of things. We got health and fitness, we got drugs, sex and relationships, and just life in general. Like, it's a broad, it's a broad podcast because I'm a broad guy. Okay, this will be the last podcast because I'm fucking awful at making jokes. <laughs> but... Anyways, if you're listening right now, thank you so much. Like, that means a lot. I don't know why you would be. I have a weird voice and probably sound a little, I don't know. Anyways, welcome back. Hello, Moses Moran. We're going to get right to it. We're going to talk about something that a lot of people have been, like, asking me about. And it's actually kind of funny. So, a lot of people have always wondered on why I started my weight loss So like I said in the last one, if you didn't listen, I lost 83 pounds. I did the math. (laughs) I lost 83 pounds. And a lot of people are like, okay, how did you do that? Like that, you know, it kind of, it's a, it's a crazy ass mindset because losing weight fucking sucks. Let me tell you that right now. Dieting, all that. I mean, in the, like no one, unless you're like a crazy, unless you're fucking crazy, if you like dieting and I mean the end results are worth it like they're definitely worth it but god damn it fucking it sucks so going from 253 to 170 was not like a okay fuck it we're gonna do it sorry if you're listening to shit in the background it's my dog he he doesn't yeah anyways Duke by the way that's his name um anyways a lot of people have been wondering on how I just fucking just Decided to change my life forever and lose 83 fucking pounds. So it goes back to February. It was February 21st. It was February 21st and I had a date with this girl. I'm not going to say her name, but we'll call her. Anyway, it doesn't even matter. Okay, so I had a date with this girl and she was pretty. Like I was overweight. I was like, okay, and she was like, out of my league, I was like, oh, that's kind of, huh, okay, so I agreed to it, obviously, because she's, you know, she's a pretty girl, and I was down, you know, so we went on the date, and then we went back to, she asked me if I wanted to go back to her place to uh, watch movies and, like, cuddle, and, you know, like, when you're, when I was, like, cuddling, like, I didn't really, relationships and all that shit, like, before then, like they weren't so cuddling wasn't I never really cuddled and which is weird whatever so I went there and we were laying down on her bed and we started cuddling or whatever and I just remember I was like behind it you know I was a big spoon not the small one I should have been the small one but anyways I was a big spoon and my stomach was getting in the way not like it was just so uncomfortable for me I don't know I actually told her about it like a couple days ago and she just kind of like she didn't know that that's why I lost my weight but my stomach was in the way and I just felt so uncomfortable and I was like ew you're disgusting like I was down on myself which is bad I know but it changed my life forever the next day I didn't have work I woke up went to the grocery store threw away all my junk food that I had at my house and I was done with it I was just ready for a new life it was just like it was time to change and so I woke up the next day went to the grocery store and I got 
what I thought was healthy at the time, which it was healthier than what I was eating, but I was still eating like a bunch of sugar. And but so ever since then, February 22nd, I've you know, I've lost 83 pounds since then. And I've also cut out soda as well since February 22nd. That day is I cut out soda and I was done with it. And I've still been done with it. So this February 22nd, 2020 will be two years exactly of me not drinking soda, which is kind of a huge accomplishment for me, I think. And so that's a that's a story for people wondering on like, like, especially people in my high school that I used to go to high school with. And then we kind of split apart. They've always they, they always wonder. And that's why cuddling fat got in the way, woke up, was mad about it, did that and lost weight but one thing well actually I'll give you guys what helped me lose the most weight like the diet that helped me lose the most weight and that was unhealthy my diet like when I first went to it I went um from eating fuck when I started counting my calories so I started counting my calories February 22nd that day and when I started counting my calories, I was shook, boy. I was tripping because I started counting my calories. And if you haven't counted your calories ever before and you do, dog or whoever, you are going to be tripping. Like, you don't realize how much calories is in shit. Um, when I started counting my calories, I kind of guesstimated that I was eating roughly around six to 10,000 calories a day unhealthy calories too like none of it was like healthy which was like holy shit so imagine going from 6,000 calories to 10,000 calories or going from that range down to fucking I went down to 1200 calories and half the time I didn't even hit that quote like I was okay with 800 calories and I was working at a warehouse so all day if like you don't know what warehouse jobs consist of it's just running picking up boxes and placing them on pallets and getting the orders out and everything. So it's a lot of, like, I burn about three to 4,000, like, calories, like, just overall, all calories at work a day. So I was in a huge calorie deficit, and I lost about 40 pounds in, like, three months. And that... No, it was like 40 pounds in four months. It was like 10 pounds a month. But that was very unhealthy. I lost, I was just running too. When I was going to the gym, I was just running. I was just running and just burning calories. That's all I was worried about is burning calories, burning a lot more than I was eating. And I was burning too much. I was very exhausted, but I just worried about that number on the scale. That's it. And I wasn't lifting as, you know, I wasn't lifting as much. So my muscle, my arms were tiny. I was just getting just, ew, it was, it was bad. But I slowed down the weight loss, obviously. I mean, I'm at 170 now. And one thing that I do want to say, and this might confuse some people, and I don't want to just like discourage anybody from losing weight. Like if you need to lose weight, just lose weight. But it didn't make me happier like and that's one thing I want to just get out there losing 83 pounds 
didn't make me happier. I look good. Like, I feel good. I look good. I mean, I have some extra skin around my stomach area that I'm, you know, kind of sucks that it's there, but I look better. I feel better. But mentally, it just didn't make me any happier. Like, back then, I was thinking about, oh, if I lost this much weight, like, you know how much happier I would be in all these things. And no, that's not how it works. And so if you think you're going to be happier, maybe, you know, I guess it depends on everybody, like what everybody agrees on and everything, but it just didn't make me happier. And, but, you know, I guess everything just revolves around the brain. Like you're not going to feel happy unless you get mentally right. You get help and all that shit. But if you want to do it, get it done. Like I do feel better. Like, I went to the doctors the other day, and he said, or they said that, uh, yeah, he said that my heart rate was down to, like, my, I was just chilling on the um, thing while he was measuring my heart rate, and it was 48. I was like, okay. Like, back in the day, this shit was like a 100. I swear to God, it was beating so fast all the time for no reason. I'd eat a hot dog, and that bitch was 120. Like, no, I'm being serious, boy. I used to, ooh, it's nasty, but... Moral of the story, if you want to get it done, get it done. Just, you know, you're going to you're gonna look better. If looking better makes you happier, then you know what? That's what also makes me, I guess it did make me happier in that way. Like, I feel better and I look better, so that makes me happier. But mentally, like, you know, there's other shit. You're still going to have stress. You're still going to have all that other bullshit that life consists of. But you know what? fuck it but I had a question that I was asked I had a couple but I'm just gonna answer this one because I had got a couple got a couple questions throughout the podcast um the question was what has worked for you to help slash or help gain muscle mass like exercises or supplements and honestly eating when I was at 1200 1200 calories I wasn't you know, I wasn't gaining anything and you gotta, you gotta do strength training. Strength training is everything. If you really, if you really think about it, running on a treadmill, it gives you, it burns calories, but it doesn't really do anything for you. Like it might, it might, well, it definitely helps like with your heart and everything. Like it's good for you. But like joint wise and like you trying to build leg muscles or something, it depends really on what you're going for. But strength training, you're building muscle and you're burning calories. Like when you're sore, when you go and strength train and you're sore the next day, you're burning fucking calories. Like you tore your muscle tissues up and they need to rebuild. So while you're laying on the couch, your muscle, your whatever is rebuilding your muscle tissues are rebuilding causing your body to have to use calories and that I think is a huge benefit so strength training start lifting you can if you're a girl I know girls they like to do two like they have their legs and then they have their arms and some girls they like to do chest and shoulders but you know you got legs and arms and then do some cardio hit exercises and eat don't <clears throat> don't think like if you want to, the more you eat, the more you're going to gain. No, like you got to, you got to 
look at your macronutrients, which if you don't know what macronutrients are, they're carbs, protein, and fat. You need to get aware of those. I can make a, my next podcast, I can go a little bit into further detail on what those are because I need to refresh my memory too. And, but you got to eat more and you got to strength train if you want to build muscle mass. I mean, as far as supplements, there's protein powder, there's I have this thing right here actually it's um cla this is more for like defining like getting that tone muscle lean look um but it's cla it says it's clinically proven to improve body composition and it's scientifically shown to improve lean muscle tone so it's cla it's from gnc this isn't a fucking advertisement but i wish it was god damn it i'm about to call gnc and say some shit but um cla it's I I've noticed a little bit like my arms are pretty toned but I also like doing arms I'm working on my legs right now and yeah it's fucking it's dope so and if you have any like I'll go into more of like what to eat as far as what diet you want to do like high protein high carb I'll I'm want to I want to do some research for myself anyways so I'll just inform you guys of what I find but um so there's that for health and fitness. I don't really know how to my I have a little outline that I made and it just says segue into marijuana and drugs. Um, I don't really know how to go from building muscle mass to yo drugs, dog. <laughs> so I'm just going to segue into that bitch. Uh, thank you for health and fitness. I'm out. Um, so I actually want to tell you guys a funny ass story. It's kind of well it was nerve-wracking at first but it, it turned out to be pretty funny so um I got out of work one day and with my schedule I get out of work at four and then I have to drive to um my call Weber State I have to drive to Weber State and go to class at five thirty. so I like to um damn I can't really okay anyways when I did that so anyways I was going to class right and I thought it would be funny to participate in a little bit of the ganja um the ganja inhaling i don't want to like save because then i feel like i don't know anyways smoked weed anyways i was high and i was like yo this is lit and so i was walking up to my class and it was like 5 15 when i was like hitting it so you know i was i was pretty fresh and like pretty high and i walked up to my classroom i had a hard time finding it probably because i was high but I walked into my classroom. I was late. I was like five minutes late and everyone was sat down. So I sat down in an empty open spot and I looked around the classroom and who do I fucking see? My HR manager. She is in my classroom. God damn it. I knew (laughs) she was going to Weber, but I didn't know she was going to fucking take the classes I was taking. Ooh, I was tripping. I was like, damn, I hope I don't smell like it. I hope everything's fine. Like, I was just trying to have a good time. I sobered up pretty quick. It kind of sucked. But anyways, I talked to her at the end of the class. And turns out she's really dope. Like, she's actually really cool. So um, am I going to go high back to that class? Mm, I don't smoke weed anymore. Wink, wink. But maybe. I'm playing I do. But anyways. Um, I do not, one thing I do, I just wanted to share that story to kind of get the uplifting 
part of it because that's fucked, huh? You walk in and your HR manager is in there and she doesn't know anything about you. Smoking weed. <laughs> Fired. But anyways, I just wanted to also make clear that I do not condone the smoking marijuana or weed or pot or like if you don't want to do it, then don't do it. I'm not going to I'm not like the stories that I'm going to say and shit like they're funny stories, but that's because I'm a funny guy. <laughs> like I'm not trying to suck my own dick, but I can I crack myself up all the time. And if you can do that, then that's dope. But if you don't want to do it, then don't do it. If you do do it and you have a good time and you want to keep doing it and you can keep doing it then keep doing it you know like if you aren't in a place where you should be doing it then you shouldn't be doing it um like none of us should be doing it because it's illegal obviously but just be careful i know i gotta figure out exactly how many people fucking listen to this thing because i guess somebody at my brother's work listen to it you're a piece of shit if you're listening to this fuck you dog (laughs) it's always been me not telling my brother about things but now he knows that i smoke weed and all that shit so that's fine but like you're an ass he wasn't supposed to know about my podcast anyways that doesn't matter don't do it if you want to do it do it if you want um i don't condone to it but i do do it so I don't know if that makes sense. I don't, I've never really understood what condone, like I don't condone to this. Does that mean like I don't support people doing it? I don't know. All I know is I do it. And if you don't want to do it, don't do it. Um, but I did also want to, I also got a question about my first time and how it was. My first time was kind of whack. My first time I smoked with a crackhead. He wasn't, I mean, he might be a crackhead now, but at the time he wasn't actually a crackhead, but he was kind of weird. Um, we were at this party and he, we found a little Bic pen. You know those little plastic Bic pens? We, um, we bent the end of it and we stuffed a little, I would say like .01. I swear to God there was nothing. He's like, hit it, dog. And I was like, bet. I was hitting it, ripping it, coughing. No, I didn't even cough. I remember I didn't even cough. And I was just hitting it. And I hit it like three or four times and nothing. I was bombed out, but I didn't want anybody else to know, so I was acting high, like, well, not, I thought, I didn't know what it was like to be high, so I was just acting dumb, I was acting drunk, if any, yeah, I was acting drunk, because that's what I thought being high was like, um, so then, uh, I think the weekend after, there was another party, and me and my homies, Archie, Jerome, and Carlos, (laughs) we, uh, went to this party and we all uh, smoked out of a pen again I don't know what it was with me fucking pens but smoking out of plastic pens don't do it by the way um and we were um chilling like we were just chilling we went back into the house after and I remember everything just went in slow motion boy I was tripping I was like, what the fuck? So I sat down on the couch and I was like twirling around the couch. And I, I remember I had, there was a blanket and I remember it was so soft and I was just twirling on the couch. And I swear to God, when I was twirling on the couch, five hours passed and I looked at the time and it was only like 35 seconds. And I was like, what the fuck? 
look. And then I started laughing. Everything was in slow motion. Everything tasted good. I remember everything tasted so good. I decided to make ramen noodles. I don't even know who. We were at this random girl's house. And I was like, yo, you got a pot and ramen? <laughs> she was like, yeah. I was like, bet. So it was lit. Like, I had a really great time. Um, it made, I just remember just that blanket felt like your senses are so, you know, just, ah, it felt good. My first, like, when I actually got high, it was, it was fun. And um, I kept, like, smoking. And me and the homies, we would, we had this uh, dealer that lived next to our, uh, I, uh, never mind, it doesn't matter, but we had this dealer, and we would go there with five bucks, and there'd be like five of us, and we'd go there with five bucks, and we would get blown, wait, <laughs> not like, I mean, she was a girl, but like, she didn't give us blowjobs or nothing, but no, like, we would get high, <laughs> uh, I worded that so wrong, but we got high as shit, and we'd only bring five bucks and five heads, and be like, oh shit, like, she was dope, she was hella dope. And, but then I turned into a pothead. Um, shit turned sideways. I started, I liked marijuana and then I loved it and then I was obsessed with it and I had to have it all the time. Uh, I think there was a point in my life where I was like, I was still in high school too, but I was like six, five months of straight every day getting high, smoking weed. And on Christmas Day, I remember. On Christmas Day of like 2016, 15, I don't remember. Um, I was fucking. Oh, it was 2015. Um, it was snowing outside. I remember it was at Christmas where it hella snowed just on Christmas, but the day, like, it never snowed before. Um, and it was snowing and I was hot. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I wanted to go outside because usually I just go outside and smoke and whatever. But it was snowing, and I was like, fuck that. So I decided to smoke in my bathroom while my sister went to the Mexican store. Because, you know, us Mexicans do. But, so I decided to go into the bathroom and smoke it. And, you know, I had my spoof and everything. And I remember they came home, and I was just high as fuck on the couch. I was like, what up? And they're like, what's up? And my sister's boyfriend went into their room, and he, like, came out, and he was, like, sniffing around. And I was like, what the and he was like sniffing around and he came up to me and well he went up to my sister because he doesn't know english and i don't know spanish and he went up to my sister and was telling her that it smelled like weed or whatever and she went back to the room and then she came up to me and she's like you've been smoking weed and i was like what and you know just denying my dumbass denying everything and she's like you've been smoking weed and i was like nah dog chill what the fuck and she smelled my fingers and i was smart i put some lotion on and all that bullshit but then she's like, okay, well, go to your brother's. And my brother came and picked me up. And then they searched everything. And they found everything. <laughs> I look like a meth addict, too. I had a bunch of, like, plastic bongs and, like, um, droves. If you don't know what a drow is, DM me. Like, you want to save money on smoking weed and getting super lit, DM me. And I'll let you know. It's like a water bong. But just DM me. Um... But, yeah, I turned into a pothead, so then I got grounded, and it just, like, I just turned into a pothead, and even, like, the year after I graduated, I was just smoking every, we go to my homie Jerome's house, and his basement was shit, like, it was like a black hole, once you go down there, you just turn into this lazy stoner, and that's exactly what happened to me, and it's fucked, but 
um, I turned my shit around. I don't really remember. I stopped smoking weed for a while when I got in a relationship. I don't know why. It was kind of just fucking with my health, like my mental health. I don't. I think I was just sketching my own self out. But yeah, I've overcame that though now. Um, but I'll go over the questions. I got asked what my favorite drug I have done. And this is not just about weed too. Like I'll talk about drugs too. I just got to figure out how I can talk about them without like getting in trouble. Really? Like I'm kind of sketched out about this, but fuck it. Anyways, favorite drug I have done. Um, weed. I love like, like smoking weed is just like better than any other drug, I guess. But acid. I did acid one or fuck you see can i be saying this shit um i did this little paper thing that had like a little drawing on it put it on my tongue and it opened my mind up it like really just made me i don't even know like opened my mind up i fell in love with myself i remember you're not supposed to like stare in the mirror or whatever, but I stared in the mirror and I was like, yo dog, you're fucking dope. <laughs> and I gave myself a hug and I was like, ooh. And at the time I was kind of going through some shit. And the next day, I swear to God, acid like made me realize what the fuck, fuck it. <laughs> like you're stressing over, you're overthinking and you're overstressing for no reason. So it really like opened my mind up to that. And I remember like, after that, I was just like a different type of like, I, I was just more more relaxed and more chill and it was tight. So that really like did it. I haven't done it since because I do believe if you're going to do any psychedelic drugs, you have to be in a right state of mind. Um, you got to be in a right, you know, you can't be stressing about anything. Well, you can be stressing about things just like you just you have to figure out if you think you're going to be okay. Um, because they can go sideways and they can, um, you know, fuck up. You could have a bad psychedelic trip, but weed, weed hasn't ever really let me down. Um, like I said, it kind of did fuck with my mental state, but that was just me fucking with my own mental state and weed just like, like encouraging, like putting wood to the fire. But so weed, weed for sure, but acid definitely opened up my mind. Um, in the past, I have another question. In the past, what has your favorite way, what is, what has been your favorite way to smoke weed? Blunts, obviously. Blunts are the way to go. I love blunts. Like, my friends are actually tripping about Swisher sweets now, but I fucking, I love a Swisher. Like, they're smooth, they're nice, they might not be the best thing for you, but fuck. Like, I don't know. I like it. And bongs. I like I like bongs a lot too. If it involves pieces, I will always take a bong over like a regular piece. I just like the harshness. Like when it hits your throat and it's like, oh shit, that was a fat hit. Like, goddamn. You know, it's that type of thing. But um, I just love the harshness of it. And then my favorite strain I've ever gotten. I remember my first time getting really high for the first time was from a strain called Blue Dream. I'm pretty sure it's still a thing, but I remember just getting dumb high. I was lit, boy, but it was pretty cool. Um, but Girl Scout cookies, I like Girl Scout cookies too. I really do. All right, um, now I'm just gonna segue into sex and relationships. Like, fuck it, because I don't really know how to segue into things, so we out here, boy. 
segue into sex and relationships. Boom. We talked about weed. You got more questions, email them or DM, I don't know, DM them, do whatever, you know, call me, ask me the question. Let's get to it. I even got my laptop here. Last episode, I said that I was going to um, bring my laptop if it got serious enough. Well, I'm taking it serious. So fuck the bullshit. I got an outline in front of me. I did some research. I got y'all. All right. But um, sex and relationships. Like I said, I'm single. Life's been good, but it's been hard. Like I've been single for what's today? The, the 24th. I've been single for like 20, 24 days, uh, 23, 22. I don't know. 20 plus 20 plus days and life's been good like it's definitely been hard don't not every breakup has to be a bad breakup unless like you cheat on them or whatever don't cheat but unless you like cheat on them or whatever like or you have a reason to like be mad about something or you know but you can have a good breakup it's gonna be sad and hard but you know it doesn't have to be like fuck you you know type of thing it can be just like a I'm sorry this didn't work out right now. Maybe some someday down the road or if not, thanks for teaching me everything. Like not everything, but teaching me the things that you taught. And I learned things from my relationship and I'll probably carry things off onto like my whole life. And I mean she's the reason I'm going to school, so that's lit. Like I'll always thank her for that. And um but yeah, so life, life's been good. It's been hard, but it's been good. Um, and, you know, but sorry, I'm just looking through my outline and I already went through everything that I was going to say about that. <laughs> uh, oh, don't lose sight of your friends or family or other relationships. Like when you get into a relationship, make sure you have time for your other relationships. Like. When you have a significant other, it's easy to spend a lot of time with them and forget about the people that you were with before you met the significant other, whether it's your friends, your family, like you got to come up with your own terms between the two of you. If you guys like spending fucking 24 seven with each other, then do it. Like if you guys both can agree to that, then do it. If one can't agree to it, then, you know, you got to meet in the middle somewhere. You always have to meet in the middle. 50-50 is part of a relationship. Always meet in the middle. Um, even if shit gets sideways, just figure it out. Never hold shit. You know, don't hold grudges. That's so pointless. You could hold the dumbest grudge today and die tomorrow. You know, like, just don't do it. Let shit go. It doesn't have to fuck with you your whole life. But... You see, okay, don't lose sight of your friends. Sorry, I don't know how I went all the way out there, but I went out there. But now I'm dating someone. I'm dating myself. That probably, <laughs> if yeah, that was probably a bad thing to, anyways, I'm dating myself. I need a, I'm like mentally, un, I'm mentally unorganized and I need to be more organized and more you know, less stressed, but, you know, I'll be ready soon, but for now, I'm just dating myself, and uh, kicking it with people, obviously, kicking it with the opposite sex, um, not really looking into doing anything right now, but we'll see how it goes, but let's talk about sex, I know this is why you guys are on here, 
you guys saw the word sex. Sex sells. Sex is everything. Not everything, sorry. But to a lot of people, sex, you know, you put sex in bold fucking letters. Everybody's going to click on it. Unless you're like, you know. But anyways, I just want to start off this sex talk by saying find the goddamn clitoris. If you don't know where the fucking clitoris is, find it. Clitoris. Clit. Also known as clit. Sorry, that's what I meant to say. Clitoris is also known as clit. The clitoris. You know what? Let me. A clitoris is a female sex organ present in mammals, ostriches, and a limited number of other animals. In humans, the visible portion, the glands, is at the front junction of the labia minora, the inner lips, above the opening of the urethra. Okay, I even gave you the fucking definition to you men out there or women that like women. Find the clit. I mean, if you're a girl that likes a girl, you probably know where the clit's at. But I'm talking more for the men and for the women because women, you're going to thank me. Men, you're going to learn some shit. If you don't, obviously, you probably know where the clit's at. But let me paint a little picture for you. Um, So pretty much you see like a really weird shaped oval type thing standing. I can't really like this is hard. So picture my hands praying, praying hands and then open it. Okay. (laughs) What the fuck is going on here? Okay. Praying hands. Open the hands up. Just open the middle of the hands up. Keep your fingers and um, the bottom, like your wrist area connected, but open the middle of it up a little bit that we'll call that a vagina. Now, your pointer fingers, if you're doing it the way I'm doing it, your pointer fingers is going to be towards the top of the vagina and like right underneath it. So we'll call the pointer fingers the hood. Like you, the clitoris is going to be towards the top and there's a, sometimes like the, it's exposed. Sometimes it's not. It looks like a little like (laughs) pear, like a miniature fucking pear. And like sometimes it's under the hood, like not like the hood of a car. Well, I guess it's kind of like the hood of a car. So picture a clit inside of a hood. You got to pop the you got to pop the hood to like find the clit. <laughs> uh, if these analogies, if these analogies make sense, like then you'll know. And hopefully that's what an analogy is. Anyways, so let me explain what you can do with the clitoris. So if you don't know where it's at and you still don't know where it's at, search it up, watch some porn, find it. Um, you can be, I, a lot of time I've noticed that females like to be more rough if it's on the outside of the hood. If you're playing with the clitoris, if you're fingering, if you're, you know, you can add it while you're having sex, you know, masturbate while having sex for the girls, like add that shit. Girls love it, but you can be more rough if outside of the hood. Not like Compton, like if you're outside of Compton in LA, no fool. <laughs> like if you're outside of that little like hood, like in parentheses, you know what I'm talking about? That little hood that I told you, that hood of a car. You, if you're outside of it, if you're like on top of it, on the side of it, you can be more rough. Like girls, I think, like it to be more rough. But then when you're actually touching the clitoris, relax, dog. Like that shit is sensitive, especially if she just came or whatever and you're still trying to play with it. But like... It all just depends on the girl as well. You got to communicate what y'all both like, what you guys both like as far as that. But, you know, if she likes it rough outside of the hood, give it to her rough outside of the hood. If she likes it gentle, gentle, you just got to communicate body language. You got to read it, but just find the clit. 
like that's it that's all if you're fingering and all you're doing is just going in the vagina like which you can like touch the g-spot too but like you gotta just switch it up dog find the clip make them come make the females come you're gonna ask if you don't um that's weird in my outline i just put i'm a freak you're freaky <laughs> it just says that i'm freak. get freaky set boundaries and safe words sex toys are always fun um get freaky like if you're a freaky motherfucker get freaky if you're a freaky mother fuck it get freaky <laughs> you like what i did there yeah just get freaky with it sex toys are always fun i went to funny story me and this girl um went to vegas and we went to a sex shop to get my roommate at the time carlos we were gonna get him a pocket pussy so we went to a sex shop to go get a pocket pussy just to like fuck with him and you know what we didn't end up getting a pocket pussy we ended up buying 250 dollars worth of sex toys and you know what they're fun like they definitely are they're fun to try um but you know you got to get creative with it get you know tie them up do whatever i don't know set boundaries though safe words i think ours was purple it was like some 50 grades of 50 grades of shade type shit purple some bullshit i don't know but anyways ask me or get creative don't get lazy get you know spice it up so let me get to the questions i was asked what the kinkiest thing that i've done um i had to really think about this because like i don't really like i've done a couple like i've done a lot of things but like i don't really know what like my favorite like my kinkiest thing that i've done would say i well i do know my kinkiest thing but i'm not gonna share that with you guys because it's my fetish and it's what i do it's my thing if i tell you what it is it's because i'm comfortable with you and yeah but it's my fetish is my thing don't worry i don't like anything in my ass or nothing um well i've never tried it but i wouldn't god that makes anyways back shots with some booty hole play son i like that like when you you know you're doing back shots you're doing doggy style you know you throw a little if it's a clean booty hole you got to make sure it's clean throw a little thumb in there you know i feel like the girls like it but don't like shove that bitch in there like you know what i'm saying you got to be careful too if you're doing back shots and she like rocking back rocking back your thumb might just slip in nah son like rub it you know just do something smack the ass butt plug like put a butt plug in her and then like you know smash like i heard it's really like it feels super good for the girl to come and then pull the butt plug out after some shit like that like it I don't know, I've, it's been, yeah, that's always, that's always nice for the girls too, um, vibrator with penetration, you could, I like when I'm like hitting it or whatever, and the girl, she is either masturbating or she's got a vibrator to her clit, like, I like when the girl can enjoy herself hella, like, I love, like, when she's like, okay, goddamn, like, leg shaking, all that bullshit, like, I'm with it, and ooh, I got that special, you know what, I'll share it in a different podcast, but I'll tell you what I like, uh, I'll tell you what, yeah, my fetishes, but craziest hoe story, so funny story, actually, so Carlos, you remember me talking about Carlos, Carlos invited this girl, we'll call her Brittany, to my birthday party that Archie threw for me, 
Um, where these are all just fake names because I don't want to use their real names, but you could kind of like Archie, you know who Archie is. But anyways, Brittany, she by the end of the night, so it was my birthday party that Archie threw for me, and Carlos invited this girl for him. Well, she ended up making up, making out with me, our friend Jerome, and Carlos all in the same night. That was pretty funny. I figured that was probably the biggest. I mean, I mean, obviously we didn't fuck her all, but like, so that would make it more of a whole story. But like, you know, we all just made out with her in the same night, and she was very sneaky about it. Like, we didn't know that she made out with the other two. It was funny. <laughs> it was actually really funny. Um, let's see. Any fan? I got asked my fantasies. Um, I like outdoor sex, public sex. Like, I like just that thrill and rush it gives. Um, outdoor sex is always, like, nice, especially in the summer, and, like, ooh, and it's, like, nice out, um, um, but one of my fantasies that I've always wanted is I've always wanted to have sex in a dressing room, picture that, like, Target, dog, like, you can definitely sneak in, you know, like, that would be dope, I'd be down for a fucking Target, um, sex thing, I mean, you might get charged if you're caught, but you know what? We are only on this earth once. But fuck it. Um, I don't really know how I'm going to go from like ass playing and sex and fucking and all that nasty shit to life. <laughs> but here we are. We got fucking we got life. We are segueing into life. And this is the last um, this is the last of the podcast. And this is actually pretty fucking long. Like, I fucked up. I definitely didn't think I was going to be able to talk this long. And if you are still listening right now, holy shit. Goddamn, you are a fucking homie because I don't even know how I'm still talking right now. And I would be losing my mind. But thank you if you're still listening. This is fucking dope. You're probably at work or somewhere where you just have no time or where you have nothing but time. And you're like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's give them a try. (laughs) But, you know, this is me. This is my life, which I guess is a segue into my life. This is a segue into... Sorry, I say that way too fast. Let me get some water real quick. Mm. I need to smoke. <coughs> I need to smoke. <coughs> Goddamn. <coughs> I need to smoke after this. What up, Duke? Um. Anyways, let me give you just a quick overview of my life for the people that don't know me. This is going to be super quick. Um honestly like okay so I was born in Mexico my mother passed away when I was three months old my dad went to jail I moved from family members to family members went into foster care for went into foster care for seven years reunited I reunited with my brother and sister after the seven years of foster care Uh, I was only 12 and they took care of me until I was 18 Um, now I'm just doing my own thing Um, it kind of sucks because I had to figure shit out on my own because I went to five different foster families. And you know what? Like when you don't really have a stable, every every family does their own thing. Like every family does their thing in a different way. So trying to figure out which way I want to follow and stick with that way is like what I would, it just like was hard for me. And especially at that young of an age, it was hard to adjust to the different ways people did things. And so I got to see a bunch of different traditions and, 
you know, I had to figure shit out for myself. And that's why I'm so interesting. Like, I'm a fucking interesting person with my life. And because it's been more fucked up than that. That's just a quick overview. But, like, I should be fucking, like, like, I should have killed myself or something by now. Fuck. Like, my life is fucked, son. But you know what? You just got to be happy. Just keep going, dog. Like, keep. And I'm sorry. I. Like, I don't mean to keep saying dog, sorry. I'm gonna just, like, dog. When I say dog, I mean that for a girl and a guy. Like, I mean that for both types of audiences. So, there's that. But just keep going. Be happy. Be, I don't even, I don't know. It's just a trip. I had to figure shit out on my own. And just, if you ever want to talk, inform me of some things, let me know. Um, Just keep, one thing that I just want to, tell you guys is from my experience one thing that I've always wanted or not whoa sorry one thing that I've always told myself is like you've gone through this why can't you go through that when shit pops up you've gone through I've gone through this and that and this and that and that and this so I'm gonna make I'm not gonna let this little circumstance fuck my way of life like I've been fucked my whole life, so now I'm going to throw a condom over it. (laughs) I don't know what that fucking means, but just make it mean something. Keep pushing, keep going, get shit done. Always. You can't change the past, but you you can always make a good future for yourself. You can do things in the present that are right now. If you take a stop, stop this shit right now. Well, don't pause it, but I'll give you like a second to think about this shit. But stop right now and really stop to think, look around your life. Are you happy with that life? You really have to ask yourself that. And if the answer is no, do something about it. Quit feeling bad for yourself and do something about it. If you need help, go get help. Quit being lazy and do things that you need to do for yourself because at the end of the day it's only you yourself and yourself (laughs) you anyways get just take a quick little overview of your life and if you're doing something you shouldn't be doing fuck change it do something i'm always here if you need anything You can text, you can call, DM, message me, kick me, Skype me, find me on MySpace. I'll even get a pager if I need to. Like, I'm here for anyone and everyone. That's just like, that's just how I am. That's just how I always will be. And I got a lot of shit to like say. So we'll get to the question of life. This is huge because it says, what is my philosophy on life? What is life and what what are true accomplishments and defining what it means to be successful? Me, personally, I'm very confused and, I would say, stressed when it comes to thinking about life. Like, I have been in churches, Christian, LDS, I was baptized both, and religion is just, it's just like a huge trust fall. And this is my opinion, so I'm really sorry if you, if you think otherwise, but goddamn, it's like a huge trust fall, and, but like, Instead, you're, like, falling into just space. Like, you're not falling into, you know, like, unless you think of it that way, you're going to fall into God's arms or something. But I believe there's a higher, there's a higher power, definitely. I just don't know what, because each religion has 
reasons on why to believe them. Like literally every single religion has a reason on why their religion is true. So you go to one religion and they think something and then you go to another religion and they think something and they all have reasons on why they think that way. Like, oh, Joseph Smith wrote this Bible and they have a huge point. LDS Church, Joseph Smith, I do think that is like true. Like it's it's crazy. He was like given his circumstances. He was young. All this. I don't really want to get into religion, but he was like young, all this shit like It'd be crazy for a guy with a fifth grade equivalent to write the Book of Mormon like that. Like, I think his reading level was only like in third grade, but somehow he finished that shit in like 60 something days. I don't know. That's a trip. You see, that's why it's like a huge trust fall. You have to trust and believe in something. And that's one thing that I suck at. I can't trust or believe in anything because my life has been fucked. But we're gonna, we're working on that. We're gonna get this shit down, but... So, when I think about death, it scares me. Like, death is a scary thought because when I think about death, I think about, well, one of two things. Well, one of three things. Hell, heaven, or pure darkness and nothing in this whole entire world, universe, galaxy, whatever, will ever happen again. And it's just pure fucking darkness. You were here once and you are now gone. You know how scary that shit is to me? Like that is scary and so when I, I i hate thinking about it but if you really do start to think about it you can scare yourself and so let's talk if you got some philosophies to tell me like i heard about the whole deja vu thing like you were here in this life before as some somebody else so when you have deja vu it's really just memories of um what you've done already in the past like in your past life which is like kind of a cool thing to fucking think like that's sick but I don't know. And as far as like true accomplishments and defining what it means to be successful, I want to say that's within you. That like, you know, like you got to, I think the meaning behind being successful is defined within yourself. You got to define what success is. You got to, for me, success is true happiness. Like if I am truly happy, then I am successful. If I wake up every day and I'm happier than happy, I am successful because obviously I will be in a state in my life where I can't complain about anything. And if I do, my happiness overcomes that whatever is getting in my way. I think that's what my definition of successfulness is, is just being supportive of your own self. And if you have a family, you support them. But being successful is being happy and having a happy family. Boom. There you go. That's my definition of being successful. And one thing I did forget to add about my philosophy on life is one thing I do know is be kind, spread love. Like there's no way we were sent here to just fight and hate all day. Like whoever sent us, however we got here, whatever let's just be kind to each other it doesn't make sense when we're fucking assholes to each other just be kind i know we disagree on things but we don't have to make a huge deal about it and start a huge thing you don't know what people are going through get that through your mind before you speak up and are an asshole you don't know what people are going through if you don't know the person don't just be a dick to that person 
And I'm sorry I sound so rude when I say this, but God damn it. Like, it's a huge issue. People go through shit. Everybody goes through pain. Be nice. Come on, just do it. Be nice. That's why I'm so fucking nice to everybody. Oh, I've been a dick to people before, but that's if, like, you deserve it. Like, if you deserve it, then I'm gonna be a fucking asshole to you. But just be nice to people that you don't know. Long story short. But, all right, well, we're getting to the end of the podcast. Thank fucking God. This is, if you're, God, I can't imagine anybody who's still listening. But um, I wanted to end on a funny ass story it's my i got asked my most embarrassing story and i added this at the very end because i didn't want a lot of people because i guarantee a lot of people will listen to this and like you know skip through it skip through it or you know do your thing but all right i just gotta say it so summer of 2000 i was in junior high so this was a while ago right i went to go kick it uh, this girl she hit me up in the morning it was like 10 o'clock i just got done eating two bowls of cereal right and l- when i would eat cereal i would get I, the milk would give me diarrhea like i'm not full lactose intolerant but for some reason milk like fucks my shit up and i get diarrhea like and it's bad it's quick too fuck but she hit me up to hang out and she just lived like a mile up the street i would say and so I longboarded. I was like, bet, like she was pretty. And I was like trying to like talk to her. Like I dated her. This is the funny part is I dated her. Um, but anyway, so I was over there at her house and we were chilling, you know, it was a nice day outside. So we were just kicking it outside. And then my stomach, dog, my stomach started growling. And I was like, fuck, I'm about to shit myself, boy. So I was like, yo, hey, my sister, of course, you got to make a, you know, if you're talking to someone and you got to shit, like, you got to make a story up, son. You can't, you can't just be, you know. But so I made up a story. I was like, yo, my sister, she really needs me. I got to go. And she's like, damn, all right. So we hugged, whatever. I said goodbye. And I was riding ass cheeks clenched. They were so clenched, son. Like, you couldn't, nope. It was insane. I was sweating, you know, when you got a shit, but there's no bathroom around. So you just like, you just mad sweating and getting the nervous sweats and shit. Well, I was riding and out. It was all downhill. So I was hyped. Right. And but then I had to go at this four way stop sign. And right when I stopped my foot to go to stop at the store, four way stop sign, shit, my clenched ass cheeks became unclenched. It was too hard. And diarrhea, I was wearing shorts, diarrhea was coming down my legs. And they went down my fucking calves and fuck, man, it was so sad. And I remember I started crying because I was so ashamed and sad. And I was so close too. I was like a two minute longboard ride down from my house. And I was so sad. And I remember I went home and I was crying and I knocked on my sister's window and she opened it. And she's like, why are you knocking on my window? And I said, I shit myself. <laughs> she was like, oh, what the fuck? She said, you nasty. And I was like, I know. So I just took a shower and threw away the clothes. But that <laughs> is the way I'm going to end this podcast. I hope if anybody listened to it, you got a little laugh out of it. I kind of, that's a little fucked up. But <laughs> that's laugh at my pain. That shit's funny. But, all right, well, I'm going to leave you guys with a motivational quote because I feel like that's what I want to do with this podcast. So, motivational quote of the week is, 
Accept what it is, let go of what was, have faith in what will be. Sink that shit into your week. Think about that shit. Think about it hard. And let's fucking do it. You can't change the past, but you can change the future. Thank you, everybody. My name is Moses fucking Moran. Well, or, yeah, not excuse the F word in the middle. But, um, thank you for everything. I hope you guys have a wonderful night or a wonderful day, whatever, whenever you guys are listening to this. And thank you again. If you stay the whole time, holy shit, DM me. I might give you five bucks. Like, <laughs> like that is dope as fuck if you stayed this whole time. But that's only for people that heard it. And I might. I said might, so chill. All right, everybody, have a good night, day, evening, whatever. I love you. I fucking thought I was going to stop kissing the camera, but fuck it. <laughs>